0: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. We want to make sure we're feeling good. We're feeling optimistic. We're overcoming any uh, temptation towards de- depression or anxiety or, or sometimes that will just pull on us and and some days we just are going to feel that but we just need help climbing back out of it we're going to speak with Dr. Michelle Bingston uh, she is a neuropsychologist and she's written several books about this and she's even got a, a new year's challenge it's called today is going to be a good day that's happening right now and she's going to be doing a webinar next week called help when you're feeling blue and And uh, many people need to jump on that. But right now, we're just going to chat with her. Good morning to you, Michelle, and welcome
1: to Mornings with Tom and Tabby.
2: Good morning, Tabby and Tom. It's so great to be with you this morning.
1: Well, thanks so much for taking just a few moments out of your day to kind of walk us through this, and and especially because when we're in a new year, coming out of the last couple of years that we've had, anxiety is really high. And you've got a book, it's called Hope Prevails, and you talk about your journey going through depression. So let's just start there and introduce people to you. What was that journey like for you?
2: Well, if I'm being honest with you, Tom, I thought that I was impervious. You know, I have all this alphabet soup after my name, and somehow (laughs) I thought that all that alphabet soup and the years of education would prevent me from experiencing depression. But just to set the stage for you just a little bit, I grew up in a home with a mother from another country who is depressed my entire childhood. I just didn't know that's what it was. Mm -hmm. I was a kid, and I just looked at her and thought, well, that's just the way she is. But it was only after I went into the field of neuropsychology that I realized that there was a name for her suffering. And so after the birth of my first son, I experienced a rather severe case of postpartum depression. And I'm so thankful to my mother who had experienced that depression because we were on the phone across the country and she called and asked, How's the baby? And I started to cry. And she said, What's wrong with the baby? I said, Nothing. The baby's perfect. I don't know what's wrong. I just can't stop crying. And she had me put my husband on the phone and she said, Scott, I think Michelle's got postpartum depression. Hang up with me and call her doctor immediately. And she was right. And I got treatment and got well. And then a few years later, I was deathly ill. I was on medically induced bed rest for five months. I was kept alive on IV hydration and nutrition. I dwindled from 113 pounds down to a skeletal 74. Mm. And I remember crying out to God and saying, God, if this is going to be my life, I I don't know that I want to continue living this life. And I plunged into a very, very severe case of depression. And let me tell you, that changed the whole book. The book was under contract before I went through that severe bout of depression, but God taught me so much in and through it that the book is a totally different book now because of it. And I thank him for it.
0: Wow, we're, we're talking with Dr. Michelle Bankston about anxiety and depression, and she has written about this. She loves to encourage uh, you, uh, the the reader and the listener, um, through this. she's written, uh, breaking anxiety's grip, hope prevails, which she was just telling us about now. And today is going to be a good day. And Michelle, what I love about your story is that you are a regular person, even though you're a neuropsychologist, you have gone through the things that you're encouraging others um, about, and you know what it's like. And I just had a follow-up question about what you shared about your mom. What was her depression? What did it look like as you were growing up? And um, I'm so glad she was able to help you through yours, but what did that look like for you as a child? She was
2: silent most of the time. I look back now, Tavi, and realize that she also probably had adjustment disorder because she moved from New Zealand to a a foreign country. She didn't even know what hamburger was. So Mm. she had all that adjustment on top of the familial history of depression. Her mother was depressed. Her sister was depressed. It was a terrible way for me to grow up. What it it really did was modeled for me how to live life through a depressed lens. Mm. But as I was growing up, I didn't realize that's what it was. Like I said, I, I just thought that's what she was like, but parents, when they struggle with an issue like depression or anxiety or oCD or bipolar they 're going to model how they cope to their children, and so we as children then can pick up some maladaptive coping mechanisms because that 's what we 've been taught when we don 't understand that oh. They're picking up those coping mechanisms to try to deal with a specific type of stressor that they've got going on in their
1: body. Mm. Okay, you're hearing the voice of Michelle Bankston. She's a neuropsychologist walking us through depression, her story, what that looks like. And then as we're moving into 2023, we're going to learn how we can break through and break free from some of that. Michelle, it's great to have you with us on Mornings with Tom and Tabi.
2: Thank you so much. I'm just so grateful to you that you're willing to address this issue, because now more than ever, depression is our greatest epidemic worldwide.
0: Wow. And that's sobering to hear. And we know uh, along with that, probably lon- loneliness, anxiety, fear, despair, low self-esteem, and people do all sorts of negative things sometimes to to find happiness, to escape from it. They they might turn to drugs or to eating or to, uh, to drinking, or even, as you were talking about, to violence and anger. But what are the things that we can do, healthy things, loving things, spiritual things, to break free and to break into what God has for us?
2: This is the time of year where people set up New Year's resolutions and their goals for the year. But if you are really struggling with feeling blue or depressed or anxious, scale back a little bit. Let's not tackle the whole world, but just tackle a small part and have success with that. So some of the little things that we can do that will add up and make a big difference overall is like getting out at lunchtime and walking for 10 minutes. Mm. Research shows us that just 10 minutes of physical exercise is enough to start regenerating the naturally occurring chemicals in your brain called neurotransmitters that are responsible for mood and attention and focus. So 10 minutes. Mm. And if you can't do that at lunchtime, park a little further away from the grocery store door and get your walk in that way. But just 10 minutes, we can all do that. Another thing to do is turn off the screens at least an hour before you go to bed. Mm. What we're finding is that people are spending so much time on their digital devices that it's significantly impacting the quality of sleep. And when we impact the quality of our sleep, then our brain can't naturally regenerate those chemicals that we need to be alert the next day to turn off those screens. And another thing is make sure that at some point during the day that you are spending time in God's Word. God's Word is life to our soul. And so Mm -hmm. if we're going through times where we're having a hard time really just being objective, not sure what we're supposed to do, not sure if anybody's for me, not sure if I can overcome this, promise you if you get into God's Word, the Holy Spirit will highlight verses that will remind you of God's truth. That was one of the biggest things I struggled with going through depression and anxiety was not recognizing that I was believing lies from the enemy, Mm -hmm. lies like you will always be this way. No, God Mm -hmm. tells me I am more than an overcomer and I am victorious in Christ Jesus.
1: You know, uh, you're hearing the voice of Dr. Michelle Bankson. And and Michelle, uh, you had mentioned about, you know, some of the different things that we can do, unplugging from our screens about an hour or so before bedtime so you can relax, and then the importance of getting into God's Word. And, you know, um, on my own journey, I spent about eight years not spending time in the Word at all. And when I wanted to get back into it, there are so many Bible apps that are out there, but I'm so distracted. So I went back to just my hard copy scripture, and so I started— start and end my day actually looking at the physical Word of God, not my app. And that's really helped me. So thank you so much for bringing out the importance of not only the Word of God, but unplugging from screens. Are there any other, if somebody's listening right now, they need the one thing, the one thing that they need to get them to the next step, what would that be?
2: Reach out to someone. Please don't go this alone. That's another lie that we hear when we're depressed or anxious is that nobody understands and you're all alone. But what that really means is, is that it's in the dark. And when we bring things out of the dark and into the light, they don't hold the same power over us. So reach out to a trusted friend or a mentor or a pastor or a counselor. Please take someone's hand so that you're not going through this alone. It'll make such a difference.